Welcome to Pink Noise Posse. This is season two of Amplify Your Gold, and I'm your host, Very Sherry. I broadcast conversations with mindset shifters who are showing up in service of elevating our human potential. Today's conversation is with Posse member Anna Choi. She's an energy coach, TEDx speaker, and Forbes author. If you listened to our season one episode, you would know how passionate she is about harnessing all of the energy in our body to activate our life in the most powerful way. And she broke it all down for me. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to catch up on that. Meantime, today she shares about her new book, her music career, and homeschooling her son. Season two with Anna Choi. Going on a deep dive. And we seem to be starting this conversation with your inspiration from spending this past week, was it, with all of your gurus on spirituality. And I love that we dove right in talking about, you called it the quantum body. And there was something you were just saying to me before we started recording that had me feel all alive. And it was the idea that if we choose to embrace all of this extra potentiality that is out there, that we can have, you were saying, conversations with your organs and ask your, the cells in your organs and asking them to activate yeah. that, that just, so first of all, you've got to know that this exists. Then you've got to decide that you're going to experiment with it and practice it. And I imagine through practicing it, you experience results, which creates then the belief that it's true. Yeah. Part of me is like, it's all made up anyway. <laughs> now, why would you I'm say like, that? People are in all sorts of realities, as we know in these days. And you to believe what you want to believe, whether there's any factual basis to it or not. <laughs> yeah, I like to just stick to what works. And so I'm always game to be open to anything. I'll try it a few times. You know, you have to give it a try and, and then either absorb it and take it as my own or discard or, you know let it be. So it sounds like the key to exploring the choices that you have in life is to be open first to them. Be open to the fact that there might be things that you don't yet know about that could help you live an easier, happier, more joyful life. Yes, which is a fine line as an empathic person who used to really struggle with boundaries energetically not knowing how to make them (laughs) and whether that was other people feeling my energy too strongly and being told to like, Ooh, you know, back off, calm down, be quiet, whatever ways that was expressed through various people or myself feeling like tangled with their problems or taking them on as my own. Um, It's been a journey to find that, middle healthy place that allows myself to fully embody my light but also 
respects others' bubble <laughs> or what you know their space. Um, so yeah, it's being open um, whilst being grounded is the key energetically. Because if you're not grounded, I have found you're just flying around. You're very. It's like you're a kid. You're very. You're too absorbent. And if you're too closed, obviously you never grow. So there's that middle ground of um, grounding while learning and being open. Mm. What are some of your favorite ways to ground yourself so that you can stay open to all the possibilities? Oh, there's so many. Um, it depends on the situation, if you're with people or not. Back when I first started this journey, I was such a scattered, overscheduled, overcommitted. And so I would just lay on the ground, like literally hug the ground to ground. The best, it's the best thing ever. It's like hugging a tree, but not. And it's really grounding to have the weight and the feeling ground. It, you know, it's like, you know, if you're hugging someone. And would you tend to lie face first? Yeah. Or yeah. tummy down, uh-huh. tummy yeah. down, oh, tummy yeah. down on the ground, flat, just, yeah, spread wide. I see your arms outstretched. Nice. Nice. So calming. I was surprised. I wondered, I was like, maybe this is the position I was in the womb. I find with my baby or my son, like he still has this particular shape we saw in his ultrasound. And then as a baby, when he came out, he always tucks the bottom of his feet in the crook of my elbow, like if I was cradling him. And to this day, he's 10, and he wants to have his, he always has his feet up against something. He can't just have it open. I mean, he can, but that's what's comforting. As adults, I, I was joking why that, that particular position was so comforting. This may not be for everyone. You have to find your own grounding techniques. But, you know, walking barefoot, uh, without socks, either inside or outside in the sand or, you know, on grass, just being in nature is grounding, but everyone's going to have their own version. These are just ideas to explore. If you don't know where to start, I would assert though, most people know what, what grounds them. If they tune in, they'll intuitively know. Yeah. What are some things that are alive for you right now? What do you what do you care the most about these days, Anna? I love that you use the word alive. That's what's alive is my book, Alive. It's the working title, Alive, the five, you know, keys to reclaim your energy. It was originally called Soul Note or Note to Soul, an awakening path to inner peace. And like any book journey, it morphs and shapes you as we go along and now it seems to be shifting to what the purpose was and who it was even written for but what's really exciting is we literally today just signed on with a publisher so this is super exciting and uh they're partnered with simon and schuster which is one of the big four publishing companies that's why i'm excited as well this is huge deal big deal in respective work. <laughs> That's so, fantastic. No wonder you are alive with the word alive. Yeah. 
That's the theme for 2022. Yes. Love, love and all. Love. Is love never not the theme of everything? (laughs) Yes. I know it's almost generic, but I'm really taking it on. This this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. So I love this. I love what's happening coming out of this inward reflective uh, seasons of the pandemic. Yeah. So much creativity. So much. Cause that's, that's the other piece is um, songwriting. So 2021, we went on the 16 day road trip and we were going nuts and we hadn't traveled, got an RV van and went around the Southwest and I had no Wi-Fi, and my boys were out taking a walk and this was like day 12 towards the end and I just felt a song in me I felt I've never written a song I have actually been petrified to write a song even though I was competitively trained as a violinist from 6 to 20 and then kind of dropped the instrument for a while because I had never I like classical music but not all the time and so the anxiety and the performance, that's what music kind of became when I was playing it versus the joy and the elixir of, you know, being alive and really, you know, improving, playing with it. And it was just there. And so I played with the melody and over the next few days, I came up with the lyrics. I took voice lessons from an awesome musician. You killed the rock star. Shout out to you, uh, Jennifer Zoof. <laughs> And over time, got confidence in my voice to then have a recording made. So it's actually on SoundCloud already. It's called You Are Okay. And I'll play this song at the end of my keynotes when I'm doing the tour for the book launch um, all throughout next year. And it's, it's right in line with the, the theme of the book. Finding and awakening your soul and, and, and singing and sharing that. So... Once I had it once, I can't get enough. I want to write more. Um, and so I signed on, and it just began like last week, but it's into all of next early 2022, is uh, the Brothers Corin, who toured with like Coldplay and Rod Stewart, and you know they were with the big timers. They do this thing called Cosmology, and so I'm taking the songwriter's journey with them, which culminates going to their Ojai studio in California and recording like a professional song, like with, you know, it's very different from what I did on SoundCloud. <laughs> so it's a professionally mastered, remastered song. Um, anyway, so we are in the middle of, you know, this break really looking at our 10 songs from childhood that made us who we are and into adulthood. And it's very spiritual. Uh, it's like a walkabout to me to invest this energy and time and money into the program, which to my ego was ridiculous. Like this doesn't have ROI on my business. This, you know, I can't take this time from just me and myself. And that was the, the breakthrough, the leap is yeah. I just for fun, like spending lots. Yep. It's worth it. So made the leap and I'm so thrilled I did. It feels very right. And so, yeah, an album or I don't know if it's going to be a full album, maybe an EP label, which apparently is only like four songs or so, um, whatever it is, is coming out too alongside the book as a multimedia experience because the book won't just be a book. It'll go into videos I've already recorded that all feed into it. 
a lot of it from the pandemic, um, the journey of that. So that's happening. <laughs> it, it's all a culmination of like childhood dreams, that creativity is what I'm talking about, right? Because I'm an art major who was a financial advisor and then event consultant and then a business coach. It's, it's very creative in those ways, but not in these ways. And this is my medium. Like I love sound. I've always, like music fuels me. And when I have gone into super work mode of creating, you know, videos, podcasts, whatever, which are awesome too, I just, I don't know, like the super creative is coming out and wants to be heard and voiced and shared to inspire the masses. I'm sitting over here listening to you and I, I had goosebumps on my arms when you were talking about that you said yes to yourself. You said yes to the journey of uncovering your 10 pivotal songs from childhood that shaped you. That you said yes to spending money with this group to explore a, a soundtrack that you create. And then you said, just for fun. And I was like, oh yeah, girl, now you're in my wheelhouse. Welcome to my world. This is yeah. how I, this is how I live. It's it's oh. about seeking pleasure, seeking the path of of aliveness, seeing saying yes to to what you want to explore. And look at you, you're just beaming. Yes, I'm just laughing because yes, that is so you. <laughs> Sherry has fun. And you 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 really I acknowledge how you embody that. And for someone that's been kind of serious and significant, making an impact, being inspiring, but could lighten up, you know. <laughs> this is for me a huge departure, yet it's still aligned, right, with what you know, my business and with what I'm up to. I'm still homeschooling my son, you know, it, it, like that's, that's a reality there. Um, and resisted, I think most of 2021, uh, thinking it should be this particular way. And it's not in the meantime, forging the sword in the fire as me and, you know, certain days we butt heads or whatever as mom, son, other days are glorious, just really mixed. And, um, but now we've got a flow. And I realized I'm a great homeschool teacher. And my intention is to, you know, back to the topic around creativity, really, it, it's all aligned, right? Because in the homeschool, I decided I'm, you know, going to focus on obviously what I'm passionate about and then outsource, you know, science to my husband or whatever else. And, and he, we're watercoloring. Like, I've always wanted to watercolor. So I'm like, wanting to master watercoloring and I'm doing that as a lesson or voice lessons spawned from quote unquote music class for Eli <laughs> that wasn't necessarily fit for him. And I just ended up doing it. That's how that even began in Korean. He's learning Korean and with, with grandma, my mother, which has been a dream to have us speak Korean. So all of this is inside the commitment of living a life by design. Ultimately, you know, I want to do this global tour with the family for a month or two around the world, speaking with organizations and taking them with me, doing service projects in Thailand, helping elephants or whatever, <laughs> going back to the motherland and 
immersing ourselves in Korean. So there's a freedom and a creativity that's available inside of these times um, that's been allowed to flower without all the distractions while at the same time, you know, people are dealing with distractions of a different kind, you know, internally and just being alone, you know, or less around people that is now starting to open and awaken as people. I just went to Sedona for this heroes training camp. It was like a yoga leadership thing. And I'm going to San Francisco to the wisdom conference with tech and mindfulness. And, and then I joined a, an alliance um, it's in Florida for a, just extraordinary philanthropic business people that are impacting the world. So my whole point is creativity definitely has had its uh, opportunity this year to shine. And now it's time to share and, and connect and be in community. Yeah. So I'm hearing power of creativity is inspiring new ways of teaching and building a connection, education connection thread with your son, using creativity as a, as a learning tool. And it sounds like there were some lessons from your road trip. I mean, that that's, that the end of the road trip is what inspired on day 12, the song that um, I'm going to play at the end of the recording. Okay, so uh, listeners have that to look forward to. I haven't listened to it yet, so it's going to be a great big surprise. And then you mentioned the these summits and leadership groups that you're a part of, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. You mentioned a group of philanthropists doing good things in the world. Will you say a little bit more about that? Yeah, the Bellwether Alliance, and it is a wonderful, the people, the, the, the culture is, I would say the words are humble, vulnerable, authentic, and positive, impact-driven. They're like the ethical 1% of wealth in our, in the world that doesn't prescribe to just maximizing profits and instead is all about being of service. And we all follow, you know, laws and credos that are universal principles, you know, energy principles around, you know, the law of abundance and the law of exchange and like, um, being able to not, that's not a law, that's under the law of abundance, but I'm still learning them. I'm pretty new. I just joined a couple months ago, but anyway, every conversation is so delicious. Like we go like, Oh no, we're going here. Oh, we're going here. Those kinds of juicy topics and everybody is um, welcoming and honoring. And we actually are of all types whether on the political divide, the religious, whatever, like we are from all over. There's not one type, but we are actually able to respect differences, which is what's exciting. Um, we all, there's mostly, eh, I wouldn't, maybe I, I don't actually know the metrics. There's a lot of business people, right? who are interested in building five-year generational wealth that can live as a legacy and impact beyond. So that's one thing we all have in common. And then we're all like learning these, credos and laws and principles together. So that's what drives all the conversations. And then naturally business can happen, right? But that's not, it's not like a networking group where it's, that's the fo focus. Does that make sense? So um, very high 
very high level caliber people, every conversation has not failed to, to be short of what? Like I literally got on a call one day with a, a rocket scientist. Like that's what he was working on. It's the race for space. The next call was with a rock star <laughs> that was signed on when he was like 11 has like multi-million dollar deals with Warner brothers. And now, you know, has a nonprofit helping with animal shelters. And, and then, and then the next day I talked to a movie producer and best-selling author who's like transforming. I'm not kidding. You know, our, our theaters are kind of dead through COVID. They're, they're empty. And, you know, turning that into like family entertainment centers and having this movie, like live beyond the movie as an inspiration for our future generation to help with climate change and all these things. And it's just like every conversation is this deep, what? Like amazing, expansive conversation. So I just feel so blessed and excited to be among these giants. I have so much to learn from. Okay. What else do you want Pink Noise listeners to know before we end our episode today? Yes. What's coming is trust. To trust by loving oneself is the key. And I know we know that we should love ourselves, but actually doing that in the middle of a rage attack or <laughs> whatever might arise in us suddenly is not easy. But that's the moment. That is the moment to love. I have really been working on my anger for a while. I know it doesn't seem like I would, but I grew up, um, bless my parents, love them, you know, but they had some raging fights before the divorce and um, I'd be the one home and my sister would be, she was older and she'd be away, you know, doing something else or, or she would drive and I couldn't. <laughs> so I, uh, I think some of that just came into the body, right? And then it came out later. So I can, I get triggered like anybody does and I can yell suddenly. Um, but through so many wonderful programs and coaching and all this stuff, I've gotten better. But really what I found is the thing that's sticking, sustainable, is that, that moment to love myself. Not to okay the behavior or condone it, just... I mean, it's a lot of the work I do with clients, but it's feeling the energy of it in your body, allowing it, and letting it be, and then really welcoming into your heart that sensation and, and that feeling as perfect and nothing to really even do with it. So that's the access is when life goes crap that that's the moment to, to bring out your greatest, to be your greatest and love yourself. What beautiful closing words. Thank you for your time today. You are most welcome, my precious. As I begin to wind down season two with only one remaining posse member deep dive, I look ahead to what's next. I've explored a number of paths that season three could take and one of which is taking a pause come February to focus my attention on a new business plan. With the website launched at pinknoiseposse.com, you can gain access to all the Posse members, and if you are inspired to increase your human potential by getting personal insights 
from one of these coaches, but you're not sure where to begin, schedule time with me. I'd love to be your transformational concierge. I have free 30-minute sessions available on my calendar, and you can connect from the website. Stay tuned for more from Heart Whisperer Randy DeRocher in our final Season 2 conversation next week. Until then, keep mining and shining the gold within. And as promised, I'm playing you out to Anna Choi's song, You Are Okay. Making space in this never-ending endless race As I silence within Questioning, is this it? Asking, listening, how? Whispers, wandering in You are Pleasures now, you are okay, and all is well. Smile and breathe, relax and enjoy your pleasures now. A feeling has arose. How to make this taste of this grow? Trying to return to that ocean of no emotion. Silence within Questioning Is this it? Asking Listening Now Whispers Wandering in You are okay And all is well Smile and breathe Relax and enjoy your pleasures Burning, burning up our stories Burning, burning up our thoughts Burning incandescent watts Burning up our emotions Burning up our ego's notions Burning out from the grind Burning violet flame inside As I silence within Questioning is the sin